ho chica. Hi, what's going on? Welcome everyone to another episode of the Skin Lounge with Daze and Joe. Hey Joe. Hey. So everyone, we did pre-record this episode you're about to hear, but this will be dropping right before the holidays, before Christmas. And we just wanted to come on here and give you some well wishes. Joanne? Yeah, definitely. Wishing you guys a wonderful, happy holiday, uh, an amazing new year filled with laughter, love, uh, and beautiful experiences. Cheers to new goals and resolutions. And we will talk soon. Yes, girl. I'm loving that. Um, I just wanted to add a big thank you. This was a big year for us. We started like in the, when did we start doing like in the summer? I, oh my God, I don't even know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been already? Like what, six months? Yeah. I think about that much. And it's been a a fun little ride that we've been on so far. So want to say thank you for everyone who, who um, gave us a chance this year and Joanne and I will definitely be working on bringing it to the next level for next year. So that's definitely one of our goals. And just to piggyback on what Joanne has already said, I am wishing everybody just beautiful life, love, and laughter with all their friends and family during this season and celebrate it in any way that makes you happy. So that being said, everyone, enjoy this episode and we'll see you guys again soon. Hey, hey, girl, it's Daisy. Hey, what's going on, Daisy? I'm good. I'm over here with my dog, just chilling out. I, I hope he is going to be quiet for the episode. <laughs> if not, it's okay. How are you doing? How are you and the chickadees doing? Oh, my God, they're good. They're so big. <laughs> I, I could not believe that picture you sent me because that, that time I was at your place, they were like little babies. Yeah. So if if you guys don't know, I have become a farmer. I started, we started off with like seven little chickens, little tiny babies. They were just little in my kitchen or whatever. And now they're in a coop out in the back and they are so big. They eat like crazy. They poop like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, just another job, you know. So yeah, true. But I mean, it's pretty cool, though. You get like fresh eggs. Yeah, they should start laying eggs, I think, in the spring. Okay. So they're still not old enough. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. I yeah. Going back to like the old ways of how we used to do things, get our own food. And I don't know. It's I know just... you're becoming mad Puerto Rican because I, that's a like a serious Puerto Rican thing to have some chickens in your backyard. It I mean, is. I but love it. it. But I feel, too, like, the way the world is going, y'all better get it together. Get a garden. Get some chicken. Like, yeah, it, all this fake stuff that's on the shelves and you put yeah. it in your bodies, not it. No, you're right. You you are so right. You're definitely ahead of the game with this stuff um, compared to me. Because you really are very, like, conscious of all that, which I think is amazing. Because beauty is not just about what we're putting on our skin. Right. So you got that girl. It's definitely an internal thing. Did you ever growing up, did your parents ever used to make you take like medicine? Like the, like, um, yes, I know what you're talking about. That stuff that smell crazy. So I was just thinking about something and I was like, you know, every, everybody wants to be 
um, like all natural, not all natural, but like kind of, you know, with, you know, like there's the thing with like castor oil going mm-hmm. around. To, so going around with TikTok, which is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it is. But I remember actually taking, it's called Siete Jarabes. Mm-hmm. And it was in a yellow box. Mm-hmm. And it was like these seven, it was like a syrup. It yeah. Was crazy. It had castor oil in it. I vividly remember that. It had honey, licorice. Yes. It tasted awful. Man. Oh, it was terrible. Terrible. Yeah. They used but to it make like... us all line up and like spoonful. Like, here you go. Here you go. Yeah. And it was supposed to like kill any virus, any like infection. Yes. Yep. Great for asthmatics. Yes. Which, when I was a child, I had asthma. Um, treated coughs, all types of stuff. And there was I- also the one that like was like a liquid that you wouldn't like drink, but you would like like pat it on you. Like you remember that one? That was also very herby. It had like you would see leaves in it and all that, and it was like oh, I don't know. It was I could smell that probably till the day I die smelling that thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find the name for you if you don't know what I'm talking about because you do know what I'm talking about. You just... You got to send it because the only thing yeah. I remember on my chest and on my feet were like Vicks. Was Vicks, yeah. Vicks it was everywhere. On your nose, on your chest, on your feet. <laughs> everywhere. For sure. For sure. Well, I'm feeling better. I wish though I had some of that stuff because I probably would have gotten better sooner. <laughs> I'm going to take it off. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's no. actually a place too in Manhattan I want to go to. It's like a herbal place. We should talk about that though. Like the places in New York to go. It's holiday time now. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot, a lot going on out there. I know. And I mean, now that I'm feeling better, I'm actually, I'm, trying to make a list of things that I can get to before, you know, holidays are over in the city. Do you have anything that you love doing? I mean, I'm not really like the touristy person. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like I have seen the tree, like the Rockefeller tree once that I'm not with that. There was too many people that like, seriously, I, I can't. And you're, you're just, you're like mad quick. Over you're, there. you're such a typical New Yorker. Like, I don't think, I've ever like I definitely have never been to the to the the ball dropping thing New Year's Eve. I know. No, I never even considered it. I had no interest in doing that. Um the the Rockefeller Center though, the tree lighting, I used to do it a lot when I was a teenager. I would go with my friends and we would like just go get a hot chocolate and a pretzel, walk around, see the lighting. But it was back in the day before like it was so crazy like it is now. It was always full with people but like that huge extravaganza that happens now wasn't so big maybe there was one person performing Mm -hmm. and then the tree was lit and it was like that's it yeah no it's too much I don't think New Yorkers do that typical like anything in Times Square (laughs) I mean but you know what's really pretty is going to see all the um the windows like the Macy's um Bloomingdale Saks all beautifully decorated that I remember seeing that one year and I was like, this is bomb. This is really pretty. Yeah, um, those those are always pretty to see. And and then it just doesn't cost you money. Exactly. You're just walking around chilling with your pretzel or your coffee or whatever, like you said, and you yeah. just keep it moving. Yeah, I definitely, though, this year, I don't know if they've done it before, but I keep seeing they're doing really some good 
promotions or advertising about it is like the botanical gardens. It's like so a, a lightscape at the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. Mm-hmm. Yes. With like all these beautiful Christmas decorations and what have you. I think there's one. I think there's one in like almost every botanical garden though. Like the New York one. I think there's one in probably the Bronx one as well. Um, but I kind of want to do that because I think that sounds really, really pretty. That sounds really awesome. I've never been um, for the holidays, but I've been there and it is really nice. I want to do like if I if I head into the city, which again, sometimes I just avoid it because with all the tourists is not it. But I would like to do like the holiday markets. I'm a like flea market, holiday market type of chick. I love yeah. that stuff. So like Bryant Park has one, Columbus Circle, Union Square. They have all the holiday markets. Yes. I definitely want to do the Bryant Park one this year. It looks so good. Yeah. So good. I have everything there. But um, I Hudson Yards. They tell hmm. the Hudson Yards, too. I haven't been to that. But that mm-hmm. I would. I'm usually on the west side. I, I always go. I would check that out. Yeah. I think. I mean, I know it's going to be crazy with tourists and everything. But then I think back to the days of COVID when all the tourists were gone and New York was so weirdly, oddly, like eerily empty. And I, I was like, I miss the tourists. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) No offense. I don't know. I'm kind of a tourist now. I live on Long Island. so No, (laughs) No, you're not. You're not. not. No, but I don't know. There was something about, about like me realizing at that time, how that, how that does actually make New York what it is. That's part of it. Yeah. Is, is that everybody wants to come here that people like really want to, you know, spend their holiday week here. Like people excited. I had clients the other day who were coming from, I, I mean, not too far away. I think they were from like Maryland or something, but they took the weekend to come in and do all their shopping and look at the tree and look at the windows. And they were so excited. It was so nice to see that, you know? Yeah. I take this time more out to like, especially because like the kids are older. Yeah. Um, I'd rather like spend time or money on like experience and not necessarily like go fly away somewhere. I mean, I love to travel and do those things, but just check out a place that I've never been to before that I've heard. Like um, going back to what we were talking about before, there's this place um, like a it's it's called Flower Power. It's an herbalist hub out in downtown Manhattan. Okay. Like stuff like that. I want to go to, I want to check out like different spots. There's also, um, staying on like, not, well, this is like more health kick. Right. Um, but I want to go check out, you ever heard of, um, Tonitas in Williamsburg? No. Okay. So. There's a place, it's like legendary, and I am dying to go. Like, we should make a field trip. So, it's this woman, she opened up a social club back in the day, and it's still open to this day. Like, a lot of famous people even go there and, like, just like just to go and like chill and have like food. She, she puts out like a, a not a spread, but like. I heard she like makes her own food, como like you're going to to Wela's house type of thing. Okay, you know, she'll get um you can buy beers, but like they're mad cheap, and you just chill. There's a pool table, and she's been there 
forever and like the with gentrification they're trying to like buy her out and they've offered her millions and millions of dollars and she was like i'm not going nowhere and she's puerto rican really yes what was it called again Donitas. Donitas. Oh, yeah. yeah I've heard of it. Williamsburg. And it's like, it is probably the only social club left. Right. And I, like that, I would want to do for Christmas. Like, that would be a gift to me if, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, totally. Honey, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't, like, I don't want things. I just want to, like, experience stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that one's located, in case anybody's interested, That's in Grand Street, Brooklyn. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Cool. I love so, that. It's kind of like a hidden gem. And I I definitely want to, I want to do small, small things and big things, you know? Like I mm-hmm. said, I want to do that. I want to go to like this little herb spot. And I'm not really going to try to see the tree. There's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hear that. There is a couple of restaurants that I uh, had been to previous holidays. So one of them was called Rolf's. Yes. Um, right? Have you been to that one? R-O-L-F-S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, but I've heard. I've heard really good things about it. And like the scenery, it's all like decorated beautifully. Yeah, it's really, really amazing. Then there's another one on like Oh gosh, where was this other one? It was one second, everyone. I swear I'm gonna get you the name. Papillon <sighs> Bistro and Bar. And I kind of got in there just by happenstance. I wasn't really trying to go. It was before the theater last last Christmas. And I this place is like right around the corner from where I worked for a long time. Hmm. And yeah. it's really beautiful, but I didn't realize when you walk in the amount of Christmas decorations are just gorgeous. Not as crazy as the Rolfs. Mm-hmm. Rolfs is insane. Like, yeah, it's insane. You're, you feel like you're like, like in like Alice in Wonderland Christmas style. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but they're, they're both so just, I mean, if you are trying to get into the holiday spirit, those are both really like a nice, going to be hard to get into. So yeah, make a reservation if you can. Yeah, or go at a very like odd time of day during the week. <laughs> don't don't be trying to go there on a Saturday like at two a.m. <laughs> yeah, on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go on a Tuesday um, at like three p.m. You know, for lunch or something. That'd probably be better. You know what I really like around the holidays? Not necessarily around the holidays, but I love. You ever seen that movie Serendipity? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I that. so I love. New York based movies, especially like back in the day, like, of course, like Breakfast at Tiffany's, you know, yeah. like just seeing the nostalgic cabs. I, I love that. Like that is so old New York. I love. But Serendipity, there's an actual ice cream restaurant, like a restaurant called Serendipity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that place. Well, oh, my God, it's so good. Talk That's about a- hot yeah. chocolates and sundaes and oh, oh, yeah, they're famous for the frozen hot chocolate. And they also are going to be extremely difficult to get into. They're on the east side, closer to like Bloomingdale's. Yeah, it's uh, also the tram. Yeah, I don't even, yeah, exactly. Right yeah. by the tram, mm-hmm. right by like the entrance to the uh, Queensboro Bridge. Um, yeah. And I don't think that they even take reservations, from what I remember. Maybe they like a... do not. Right, <laughs> you right. gotta wait. You gotta have the paciencia. How is it? Paciencia. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, you got to just be chilling for a little bit. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another one. I, I'm telling you, the secret to, to discovering New York is to go on the offbeat hours when mm-hmm. no one else is out. Like, let everybody else do their weekend stuff, you guys. Go during the week when everybody's working. Yes. <laughs> you, absolutely. You'll, you'll love it. And it won't be empty. There'll still be people around. The New York is not like that. Like, you're never going to be by yourself. Yeah. But it won't be so overwhelming. Even, like, when we go to, like, when we go downtown, <clears throat> me and my husband, we, we're there a lot. When we go, you always see a line around, like, Cat's Deli, like, the famous yeah. deli. Let me tell you, you cannot beat their sandwiches at uh-huh. all. But you got to go for, like, breakfast, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where there's still a line, and you could probably get a table. But if you go on the regular Dike lunch time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, in the middle of the day for lunch, that's the wrong time to go there. Oh, my God. But it's, it's, day it's lunch. definitely a place to check out. I love that place. And um, it's also, and it's open very late. If it's not, like, I, I think, literally, I think that place is open till like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Because it's also, like, a after club. Uh-huh. Place, you yes. know? Yes, yes. So, yeah. And, and it's famous for the, you know, the Harry Met Sally movie where she's like, I'll have what. I'll have what she's having. Yes. That was so funny. I love all those old movies. Yeah. But um, I mean, gosh, we could go on and on about New York during the holiday seasons forever. But guys, get out there and enjoy it. Have fun. Just walk around. Yes. Go get and lost. Well, you can definitely try a different borough too. You don't have to be in Manhattan, although that's the way to be. But there's other things, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. What so, else going on? Moving on quickly, you sent me this this episode to watch of this show and I I caught I saw most of it just now before we got on here yes um it was really the, interesting. the black beauty effect you're talking about right on Netflix yeah yeah um, black beauty effect I I had seen it because it was a while ago I think when it dropped and I had seen little um you know snippets out there on Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. but, and then I never caught the episode so I was glad to see it so um what did you think of it I thought it was so interesting. I am, you know, I remember when I was in school, again, I think we already spoke about this a little bit, but I remember like cosmetology and aesthetics being like the secondary thing. Like if you didn't know you wanted to go to college, oh, just go do this. Or, you know, it was always somebody that was pregnant or something. Oh, she, she went, she dropped out of school. She's going to cosmetology school. Like I didn't realize back then you can make money as being a makeup artist or an esthetician or a cosmetologist or anything like that. So for this to have like been brought out there, how not only black women, but brown women and, you know, like all types of, like, it was hard for us to kind of find things for our hair. I know my hair, I'm not a hair person at all. My hair still looks like crap sometimes. I'm always wearing it in a moño. I just, it drives me crazy, but maybe because I don't have the right products, you know, just Mm -hmm. like with skin, it's not one size fits all for skin, especially when you're black and brown. And I thought now it's getting a little better. People are understanding us a little bit more, but it's still, it's still a big issue. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just because people, uh, black and brown people have decided to not wait on other people to do this for us you know what I mean like that's, right that's the whole thing like no no one else was going to do it for it for us if we didn't go out there and do it ourselves and this in this particular episode was really about black skin and about you know some black entrepreneurs 
a lot of it was like young, you know, uh, Gen Z entrepreneurs that started skincare companies. Yes. Uh, which I was very impressed by. Um, and then, it, and then even it took it back a little bit with the woman who created Carol's daughter. Cause she was definitely like an, a, you know, pioneer of a skincare brand who then, yeah. you know, was acquired by, what was it? L'Oreal. L'Oreal. Okay. L'Oreal bought her out. So, and, and she said something very interesting about that. Like the buying out of it is like, it's, it's an uncomfortable part of what we need to do. She said mm-hmm. in order to acquire like true wealth and like, you know, generational wealth, like it's like, you know, a lot of people consider it, oh, they, you know, they, they, they sold their stuff to Estee Lauder. It's like, they sold out, they sell, you know, there were, they, they, they like stepped down and stepped away from their product and people aren't happy about it. But yeah. she, but she made it a bigger thing. It was, it's not just about that. It's about like, also she was now able in a place where she had the money, where she can invest her money somewhere else, where she had a name, where she can get other investors to put money in, in other places. And it really brought her more, you know, clout and money to be able to do other bigger things for the community. Right. Which I think is cool because like, like you said, they, you know, they were calling her like a sellout and da, 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 but she does have now the financing to what she also has her, her mind still. She, why can't she come up with something else? Like it, it doesn't stop her from doing more. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, it can possibly, if she wanted to open more doors instead of that one door she had opened already. But exactly. I just think it's, it's really, I mean, even for me, I can remember not that long ago, a few years back, um, I was a newer type of esthetician and I'm, I'm light skin Puerto Rican. Like I'm super freaking pale, but I remember going to a well-known plastic surgeon's office, um, to get a treatment done. And the nurse that was doing it, I had known her a little bit, but she didn't know like my background. She didn't ask me none of the stuff. So I got this, you know, things done to help my scarring. Mm-hmm. Because I had cystic, cystic, bad acne. Um, and I finally, you know, got that under control and healed it. But I got this to start helping with my scarring. And she went in on my face. Like, I look like I got beat the heck up. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting not only, that's how my hyperpigmentation started. And I also got hypopigmentation from this. And it's just the simple fact that just because you look one way doesn't mean you are that like I I'm Puerto Rican I you know you all types of cultures go into that like you gotta ask people their background their their family history their it's so important I have light eyes and light skin nobody would realize I'm a Fitzpatrick four if you're looking at that scale right so it's so important yeah, I on the episode, I the actress Megan Good, remember her yes. talking about her experience because some time ago you were seeing pictures of her and all of a sudden her skin was like much lighter and people were like, oh my God, she's skin bleaching. Right. Um, and she tells a story that she went to what she calls an unlicensed esthetician and I have to beg to differ to her because there is no such thing as an unlicensed esthetician. 
Because if you don't have a license, you're not an esthetician. Right. She's just some chick on the street. In exactly. The <laughs> exactly. You guys, you guys know who you are. You hang out and you do. You want your light, your, your Groupons or whatever. And then you find out it's at someone's house and then you still don't care. Come on. Yeah. And to, the, and, and to those that are doing that, like, go get your license. If you love this game, I've got you. I understand. You yeah. love it. Like, now go invest in yourself. Right. And do it the right way. Um. So, but apparently this person convinced her, she had some hyperpigmentation going on on her forehead or something, and convinced her to let her, you know, even things out for her. And that in turn, I don't know. She doesn't know. She didn't. Oh, I don't say she didn't know. She didn't share with us didn't what the procedure say. was. I yeah. know. And you know what? And some of the things too, I was looking at her. I mean, she's a beautiful woman anyways. I'm not taking anything from her. But not only was her face lightened though, it was her, her body too. I wonder if she had like a body treatment because her neck and like decollete area kind of looked, I don't know. I'm interested to see. What yeah, it looked, it looked nice and even is what you're saying, right? Like yeah. it, it didn't look like her face was much lighter than the rest of her. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But she was, you know, not happy about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, things come to mind. Uh, they they talked about hydro hydroquinone in there as well. And I don't, you know, hydroquinone gets a really bad rap. I don't necessarily think that it's it's like something that absolutely cannot be used. It just has to be used correctly. And 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 that, you know, is a big deal. You can't just use hydroquinone every day for the rest of your life. It's it's an incredibly powerful product. Yeah. And it will bleach your skin. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, I don't like it, honestly. I, I understand the whole concept of it. And I remember, again, be, like this must have been 10 years ago when I first started aesthetics over 10 years. Um, I remember using these pads back in the day that had, we used to call it HQ, that had HQ in it. And I didn't even understand what, that was until you started reading it and then you're like it's banned in Europe like what is this and I don't know I don't yeah no and I get that it's it's you know uh, it's banned in in some countries and and it and it probably is because in some countries you could just go to the counter and be like give me some HQ yeah there's nobody holding your hand through the process regulating it yeah you know, and that's part of it. There, there, there is a way to use it. Um, uh, in my experience, what, you know, what I've seen working in, you know, med spa world, um, it can be very useful, but it, it, it has to be used the right way. And, um, anyway, who knows if that was part of what she was doing, but it just came to mind. And then the last thing that I really came out there was a lot of stuff to this episode, but the last thing that really hit me was the fact that there's only apparently only 3.5% of the dermatologists in this country are, Girl. Of, yes. uh, uh, are a dermatologists of color. Yes. Like what is happening? I was floored when that woman said that I was like only 3%. So imagine, I wonder how many Estes are Brown or black that like, or, really like doing their thing and know their their craft like that like because I know again growing up I didn't see a lot of people who resembled me and again I'm light-skinned too like in a in a I guess where I grew up was a little of everything there was black there was white there was Russian there was it was actually a nice melting pot um but 
I don't know. They're, they're, well, I mean, the thought the thought behind this for me was, well, dang, we need to raise a whole generation of of, of new dermatologists with some melanin in their skin. Right. Or like I said, or even Estes too. Like I would love to teach an Estes some things that I know, like a Latin, like I want to kind of give back. I want to do something now. I don't know. I, I, that, that number is so low. Yeah. You need to find yourself a, men, a, a mentee. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. have to do that. I'm looking to that. <laughs> back to the community. We need more people. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So thank you for, for, um, telling me to watch the episode it was really worth worth the time. Yeah, and um, so everybody, that's on Netflix. And what what was? But that's the name of the episode. Is that the name of the show or the episode? So that was the name of the show, but it had three episodes. The first one had to do with makeup and how the makeup industry was very, you know, just for basically white, pale type skin tones, and then you had people like. Pat McGrath come out and Fenty and, um, you know, like different skincare lines that it was for all types of colors and ranges and different things. Um, and it was so funny because in that, that episode one, I went to, um, I did makeup before, but I went to Priscilla Ono school of makeup. Uh -huh. She had, a, she had like, um, she has a school in LA and this was before she was even with Rihanna. She is the most amazing makeup artist. And I learning from her and doing continuing ed, and I'm kind of going all over the place, but I just saw her face in one of the clips. And I was like, oh my God, I went to school for a whole week in New York City. I stayed out there. I took her courses. That woman can beat a face. Mm. Let me, all, she had all types of skin tones, all types of, and she just did her thing. Anyway, I say this to say the first episode was all about makeup and how, you know, it, it now it's more inclusive to darker skin tones and, and, and the colors that are out there more vibrant. Um, the second episode was about skin. And then the third was about hair. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So I'm seeing that now. It, it was, uh, I loved, I, I would watch it again. It's really interesting to me, all of that. For sure. I'm going to watch the other two episodes now yeah um okay and we wanted to talk a little bit today just because it's the holiday season I don't know about you but I I, I start to feel a little overwhelmed with all the things and you know in, not just work but like life and family and just having to figure out how to balance all this as an esthetician in this crazy city that we are yeah girl i'm gonna i'm gonna say i need help <laughs> i like, think we all do I, I mean if you don't god bless send me send me your recipe because i don't know it's no, some people are really good at it and i sometimes pretend that i am and then and then it all smacks me in the face that like no i really don't have a hold on this the way i want um and then it's, it, you know, I see that when it starts to affect um, other parts, parts of my life and it happens. So it'll, I'll tell you an interesting story. Okay. So last week I'm having, I'm having a week, right? It's like, <laughs> things are a little crazy and it's time to get my car 
to get the uh, what do you call that thing the the registration updated. Yes. So so my husband goes, hey, can you get the can you go get the car registration and and while you're there, can you get the car washed? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Right? Like you said no. <laughs> I'm like, I, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I really wanted to, I was trying to like create a boundary. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, wait, are you saying inspected? Yeah, yeah the inspected. inspection. I yeah, always get inspection. those confused too. Okay. So you yeah. told him no. <laughs> well, I was trying to create a boundary. I was exhausted and I had so much to do. And I just wanted to like, I finally had, I think that was the only day that I had just like half of the day booked in the morning and then the afternoon was going to be like my off time of that day and then that's it the rest of the week I was doomed right just I, I was busy uh, in the city busy at my place like just busy so I, I, I and you know he just explained that like I needed to do it because <laughs> he couldn't do it either okay anyway I gave in you know, you're in a marriage, you gotta, you gotta make sacrifices and compromises. So, right. you know, I did it and I go, and I'm telling you the universe is weird when you got like your energy is all weird and all, mm-hmm. I go to pull into this place and there's a car, there's like a truck that's like angled in a weird way. That's making me have to angle to get into this really tight space. Cause I, I'm telling you, I'm sure nowhere else in the world is like this in New York. Like you got an inch or two on each side of you to enter somewhere, right? For this little place where I had to get the inspection. I had no room. Oh my God. And because this other guy was like blocking my my angle, I totally scraped the entire right side of my car. Stop it. I, I mean, I scraped it and I pushed in. When I was trying to get it out, I like the way I turned, I ended up pushing the door in. I destroyed the car. And then I get home upset about it. And I remember sitting in the car for like a minute or two just to like regain my composure and like move on with my day. And apparently I left the light on, the lights on the car on, which I never, I'm like, I don't even know that, that I, that I know how to do that. Cause the car's it's usually on auto. Yeah. So somehow it got off of auto. So I, I think it was either during inspection and during the car wash that somebody uh, messed with, messed with the lights. Oh my God. And I didn't check for that. And I, next day, my husband actually has to use the car, which is a rare occasion. To be honest, I use the car the most around here. And he texts me cause I'm, uh, I'm at work and he's like, what's going on with the car? And I was like, well, you know, I told you I had the accident. I sent you the picture. He's like, no, it just won't start. So Anyway, we, we'll get, I get AAA over and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you left your lights on. I'm like, oh gosh. Anyway, I tell this story to just say that in my mind, I was like, this is because I didn't want to go and you I, made me go. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. But more than I didn't want to go, it's just the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, telling me to slow it down. And trust your gut. If you don't want to go, you go the next day. <laughs> I know, I know. But even that part was like, almost like I had to do it to get to the place where I am now, where I'm like admitting to myself yeah. that I'm not taking care of myself. With a, There's a reason why I've had this cold for three weeks. Yeah, you know what? You you need the siete jarabes. That will help. <laughs> <The siete jarabes>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. I do need that. 
No, but you know what? You're right. It's you, we don't we don't take care of us, ourselves. And I told you when when I was away is the first time I got a spa treatment in I don't know how many years. Yeah. Like literally paid just to go and I was like I need this massage, I need this Vichy, I need the and I just needed to relax. And you just need to relax. And even with the holidays, the pressure of the it was like with the wedding reception, I felt such pressure to do all this stuff all at one time. I was like, nah, mm-mm. you got to change the narrative. It ain't that serious. Yes. Like, it, it's just, you know what? You you want people to gather and celebrate your union? Then let's just have a party and let's do it this way. You want to spend the holidays of, you know, you and your family. Whatever. It's really not about gift giving. Yeah, it's nice to receive gifts, but I don't know. I don't know if that's my kids are older. So truth be told, I'm like, everybody's getting money. I'm not going to the store. I'm not going to go return something that doesn't fit you or you got the wrong color. And uh -uh. let's all make it easy. And let's just chill out. Take it down a couple of notches. No, for real. That that's a very smart thing to do, especially when, you know, we work in this industry and everything we do takes a lot of energy. We're always this constant, like this energy exchange that we're doing with our clients. So we don't have like a normal, you know, job where we're looking at a computer every day and it's, you know, you know what I mean? It's just like a yeah. little bit more energy driven between, you know, humans. And, and, and let's talk about the fact that most estheticians have to work nights, weekends, holidays, nothing is off the table. Right. When it comes to our schedules. Right. So, so you have all of that plus your day-to-day -day stuff at the house, plus laundry, plus extra laundry, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. And you got to figure out a way to balance that all out. I mean, I, you know, like, I, like I'm on a call at certain places and I, I don't, a lot of times I don't know how to say no, you know, like, no, I no, sorry. I just need to rest that day. It's hard for me to say that. You know, say no. It's the same way in English and in Spanish. No. Yeah. No, you're no. so, you're so right. You're so right. But I feel like this time of year, it's about something about this time of year that I feel like, well, I don't want to say no to the, the clients that are coming in from out of town that are trying to have a fun, you know, time together and I'm going to, if I don't come in, it's not going to ha happen to, for them. Yeah. That's, I think, in a little exception. I do, like, I have this one client who actually even moved from New York to North Carolina. She comes back and forth to New York. And I, I do schedule her in when I, I'm like, no, we're getting you in. She was an acne client of mine. And I, we cleared her acne. And she's like, I will never go to anyone else. She's like, I'm coming back to New York. I'm flying out and coming to see you and my family. So I'm like, I'm part of her family. So like people like that, I get it. I'm not going to say no either. But yeah, everybody but else needs to know, including, I know we're going to, we'll wrap this up. It's, it's a little over half an hour, but does your husband think because sometimes you work at home that like you could do all these things extra, like you're not physically out of the house sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like some, like sometimes I'll have a few clients, right? And then I'm home and then I'm doing some like Zoom meetings or webinars and things like that. And I could do that, right? In my pajamas and, and throw a load of laundry in and whatever. But then he's like, oh, get, go get the car inspected. 
you know? And I'm yeah. like, oh. yeah, I guess I know you. Well, I think it's for me, it's the opposite that my husband does work from home. He, oh. works, he like officially works from home, but he okay. makes it very clear. Like I am working from okay. home. Okay. okay. Like, but he thinks because I'm out and about and I have the car and I'm out doing things that I can also go out and figure out how to find a minute to do these other things. Right. You know? And and go get Chinese food for dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's almost like the opposite effect. I always have to remind him also that I'm not working, you know, less than he is. I'm just working differently than he is. Um, I think and- that's, that's the key right there. Yeah. Sometimes I have trouble saying that. Yeah. And it's not, and I'm not working more either. We're, we're, we're both working pretty hard. It's just, you know, how it's, so we ha- still have to share the load. Right. You know, share the load and figure out what works to, to make that, to make that happen so that you don't end up crashing your car and <laughs> draining your battery and like, draining yourself, man. And draining yourself. Exhausting. You just have a little patience, be a little patient, have patience and grace and, is again not that serious you got to always look at the bigger picture and be like is it really that big of a deal like i'm not making pasteles i'm buying them cuchifritos. like yeah whatever man yeah why um, why no if i had like a big family event where all my like my mom was coming it was like I had a bunch of helpers and all that, but I'm definitely not going to sit there and try to make pasteles. You guys, if you don't know what pasteles are, they're, they're like a, a Puerto Rican, you know, uh, like, I don't want to say delicacy, but it's a very traditional Puerto Rican dish that takes a lot of hands, a lot of time, a lot of effort. Yeah. And it's usually a Christmas thing. But we're talking, when I say a lot of time and a lot of effort, we're talking, you know, an all day affair. Yeah. Sure. Uh, like literally all day. It's- yeah. It's a lot of work, but sometimes, you know, it's, you you feel like you have to do all the things you could, you can divert and go, you know what, I'm going to buy this or I'm not, I'm going to not going to do this. I don't have to run to the store, even Trader Joe's on a Tuesday, uh, like, but close to the holidays, you're spending hours in there. I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Yeah, and we live in the day and age day and age now where we don't have to do a lot of these things because we can, if we pre-plan things, have things, you know, uh, shopped for us, dropped off, right? So that you're, you know, that's the way that I say I can clone myself sometimes, where I'm like, I'm gonna be at work, but I'm also gonna be at Costco, but I'm not gonna be at Costco. My shopper's gonna be at Costco. It's gonna exactly. drop off all my stuff while I'm at work. Like I did that the other day. My husband was here, and I was like, Hey, doorbell's about to ring. Excuse me, I just left Costco. Ha ha ha. But the shopper came, you know? <laughs> Solve your problems easily. Exactly. Anyway, but I gave, but, think you gave the best advice, which is I just need to practice the word no, which is one of my favorite words. And I don't have a problem saying no in a lot of ways. But just this season has been a little tough for me. Yeah. No, it's it's getting easier and easier. There's actually a book too that I want to read. I don't know if you've ever read it. It's The Courage to Be Disliked. I bet you that book has a lot of no's in it. Um, like that's my next book I'm about to get. It sounds great. Well, we'll talk about it on <laughs> talk about it on one of the future episodes. Yes. All right, guys. Well, Days, it's always a pleasure talking to you, catching up with you. I hope you feel better. I yeah, I do. I feel better. better. I'm just still. <laughs> I feel fine. It's just I can tell my body is still like, no, no, girl, you ain't there yet. You know. Yeah. But, but I feel fine. Um, but I definitely am going to take some time to let myself rest. Yeah. Do nothing. Yeah. 
chill out enjoy your day all right guys we will see you or talk to you soon um happy holidays merry christmas yeah get out there all of that enjoy yourselves have fun and get some rest all right talk to you soon (laughs) okay bye bye Oh, again, if you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a positive review and subscribe to our channel. See you soon.